Hello everyone and thank you for attending our webinar series on COVID-19 vaccination in Southeast Asia. Today we will discuss vaccination and employment law in general in Indonesia. My name is Marion Karl and I'm a senior legal advisor and head of DFDL's employment practice group. For those who are not familiar with DFDL, we are a law firm based in Southeast Asia and we specialize in emerging markets. We are present in nine countries and employ over 150 advisors and more than 300 staff. We have a team dedicated to labor and employment across our various offices to ensure that our clients receive constant, seamless and appropriate legal assistance when employment-related issues arise. In this webinar, we will provide lawful consideration for employers on COVID-19 vaccination in Indonesia. Joining us today on the program is Bine Aouja, who is a partner at DFDL and head of our Indonesia practice. Welcome to the program, Bine. How are you doing today? Thank you, Marion. Uh, thanks for the uh, session today. And uh, one would say in the COVID times, everyone is trying to survive. So, <laughs> yeah, so surviving, all so far so good. And uh, welcome everyone, uh, whosoever is attending this webinar. Uh, thank you for joining with us and hopefully we can give you some information on the vaccination program in Indonesia. Yeah, and actually my first question with Vine will be very general, but I think before we start moving to the very specific questions, uh, what is actually the current situation in Indonesia uh, right now and especially regarding COVID-19? Uh, has the Indonesian government started the vaccination program or it's still, um, are, people are still waiting for, for the vaccination to start? Status of uh, COVID is not something different what's happening to the rest of the world. There have been waves up and down. Uh, sometimes we see uh, very high cases. So for the people who are joining this call from Indonesia or Jakarta, they might be aware of the ground status. For the people from outside Indonesia, uh, to give you kind of an update on the numbers, it's like 5,000 cases a day still we are having uh, over the period of when uh, what uh, COVID started sometime back in Feb last year. Since then, we had around uh, 1.7 million uh, infected cases and still counting, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. uh, we have lost uh, uh, around 46 to 47,000 people, uh, uh, their uh, deaths. And around 1.5 million people have also recovered from the uh, the infection. So that is one good side of the story. Mm -hmm. uh, the restrictions are still there. Again, uh, we are during the holy month of Ramadan and I believe there are uh, still partial lockdowns being applicable in Indonesia or uh, many uh, uh, provinces and jurisdictions of uh, uh, Indonesia. Plus, uh, I believe there was a, a kind of a ban on the movement of uh, people during Ramadan. Uh, sometimes people prefer to go back to their hometown. So kind of that was being restricted to avoid a further spread. Uh, uh, foreign or foreigners without work permit and stay permits are still not being allowed in Indonesia. So mm -hmm. kind of outside things are restricted. So yeah, it's like any other uh, country which has been suffering uh, and with a population of 250 million people yeah. again, 
uh, if we are looking at the infected ratio, this is what it is. Uh, when we talk about vaccination, I believe uh, they are doing a good job. Uh, they are so the vaccination started sometime in January this year. Uh, the idea is to vaccinate almost 180 plus million people by same time this uh, next year. Uh, we are talking about, so uh, it's being done by the central government. Mm -hmm. uh, they haven't given it to any private party as of now. Uh, what uh, the numbers somewhere range between around, I guess, 12 million people have been vaccinated with the first shot. And around 8 million people, I would say, have been uh, done with both the shots. So they are still far away from the big number of 180 million. But still, uh, they mm -hmm. are gradually doing it because it's a, it's a central uh, government program. Like in Jakarta, we know that around 2 million people have been vaccinated for uh, a single shot. And I guess around 1.3 million have been done for the two shots. So they are increasing it. Plus, uh, like any other country, they are also facing a shortage on vaccines. Mm -hmm. So again, uh, they don't manufacture anything internally, so they have to source it. Uh, Sinovac or uh, CoronaVac, uh, the, the the Chinese uh, the manufactured vaccine is, I I guess, the uh, the largest quota of the vaccine that is being administered. So, uh, yeah, we have to see how they uh, go up because obviously there were few countries with whom they are tied up for the supply of vaccine and there has been some uh, uh, roadblocks to it. So let's see how they go forward. But yeah, uh, vaccination mm. started, central government is doing it. Uh, so far, so good. Yeah, yeah, it's really encouraging. I can appreciate this. And um, so, of course, speaking about vaccination, um, one of the questions that we get a lot, and especially uh, uh, in, in terms of employment uh, issues, is can an employer require its employees to be vaccinated now that, you know, vaccination is available in, in Indonesia? Okay, legally speaking, the answer is no. Uh, we are using the term general vaccination. Again, uh, you can't require uh, an employee to uh, take the vaccination. Mm -hmm. uh, under the law of Indonesia, which has been kind of being amended recently with the omnibus law, uh, it kind of gives the personal right for an employee to determine what is uh, best for his or her health. And kind of that leaves it to the discretion of the employee whether he or she wants to take the vaccine or not. An employee can an employer can only require an employee when it's either mentioned in the employment agreement, the company regulation, or for larger ones where we have the collective labor agreement. Mm. Apart from that, uh, we still don't see a possibility of that happening. And to add to this. Uh, if uh, uh, and a question may arise that what if an employer wants to add uh, the vaccination in the employment agreement for the new uh, employees again uh, it's something we are still to see how that will be tested in the courts but nothing stops them as of now in making this as part of the employment agreement similarly for the company regulation as for the people who are not aware, a company regulation needs to be registered with the manpower office in Indonesia. So if a 
employer today puts such a requirement in the company regulation how manpower office sees it we are still to hear any feedback on it so it's a developing space and uh, let's see how uh, and things because again entire covid scenario i believe the the legal things are a little behind circuit the first priority is to control the pandemic and i'm sure then these things will follow now i mean this is a very interesting point and especially i think as lawyers we need to anticipate you know the the new requests that will come and and indeed can i as an employer provide provision on employment on an employment contract regarding vaccination is a question that we will get so yeah it's it's a very interesting uh, area and another uh, another uh, issue and, and, and topics that is in relation to COVID-19 vaccination is in terms of disclosure. I mean, because employers will presumably like uh, employees to disclose whether they have, you know, been vaccinated or not. So from a data protection perspective, uh, is uh, the information concerning an employee's vaccination considered as health information or information, sorry, or sensitive data? under a data protection law in Indonesia. I don't know if any law has been passed in this regard, but yeah, if you could give us a little bit of, of feedback on this. So uh, as far as data protection is concerned, I guess it's a developing scenario in a lot of countries and privacy or data protection or personal data has become the top word these days. And with this, everything which is personal becomes a personal data. So if the, if the question is, uh, the data with the employer about a person being vaccinated is uh, a confidential data or a personal data? The answer is yes. Second, uh, given this will be stored electronically, so under the laws which relates to the electronic transaction and the electronic data, uh, we consider it or it may be deemed that these kind of health information or health data of a particular person which can identify directly or indirectly of this person definitely will be termed as a personal data. Now, uh, this may be uh, this may change little bit when we are talking about COVID vaccine, uh, because obviously uh, uh, there will be a point of time where the government would want that everyone in the country is vaccinated. Mm. So having a data about a person being vaccinated is a very general data, uh, because yes, after a period of time, everyone would be vaccinated but but if i was to say about general uh, any other vaccination any other medical treatment any other thing which kind of can directly and indirectly identify this person will be termed as a as a personal data so yes uh, for now till the point everybody is vaccinated uh, any information to the vaccine of the person will be treated as uh, the personal data uh, uh, you mentioned something about the sensitive data so uh, there isn't much of a or a, there is no legal definition which uh, kind of differentiates between the two uh, if if a something or if any data is kind of deemed as a personal data then it has to comply with the requirements of the general regulation of 2019 which is or the gr 71 of 2019 which like uh, is a, a data privacy regulation of any other country like uh, you need to have the consent, uh, mm. the employee needs to know what kind of data is being stored, uh, what is the purpose of the data being collected, 
uh, uh, there should be security measures to ensure that the data is not leaked. Uh, it should be for a valid reason. If there is retention period, it should be deleted after the retention period. So uh, things applicable to any standard personal data will be applicable to this kind mm -hmm. of data as well. Mm. And actually, you anticipated my other questions. Uh, I was wondering if we indeed consider that such a data, data constitutes a, a personal data or sensitive data, what are the restrictions on the collection and processing of, of sensitive personal data? But I think you already replied that we need to get the employees' consent. Uh, they need the employer needs to follow uh, guidelines provided by, by the law and etc. Right? Yes. Okay, thank you. Um, so, since, I mean, since we understand that the vaccination is making available to, to, to the people in Indonesia, uh, will employees be entitled to, for reimbursement for the cost of vaccination? I don't know if the vaccination is free in, in Indonesia or not, but if it's not, do employers have a specific uh, responsibility for paying uh, for the cost of such vaccination? Until Okay, so until recently, this question had a lot of confusion. Mm. Uh, as I mentioned that the entire vaccination process is being managed by the central government. Now, central government had divided into two categories. One, uh, vaccination for the society. So they have uh, divided into four batches. It starts with the, the healthcare workers, then the public servants, and then to the public at large in which age groups are being maintained. So it's kind of the central government that will decide how we administer the vaccine on the society. The, so, and the second part is through the mutual cooperation with the employees for their families or for their uh, other extended uh, organization. So uh, this was more related to the, the uh, institutions or companies which were anticipating that yes, uh, we run large plants, we have 5,000 employees, uh, we don't want to wait for uh, the central government to uh, start their vaccination and God knows when they reach us. So we want to take a preemptive step and start a process by which we can vaccinate our own employees. Uh, so far, uh, initially when in these two categories, what we understood was that the employer will be responsible for any mutual cooperation vaccination. But uh, with the further clarification on this regulation, we understand that given currently is being administered by the central government, all is free of charge, uh, even on the mutual cooperation side, as well as on the society side. So, so far, uh, we are seeing this as a free of charge initiative. Now, again, this is a developing space. Mm -hmm. uh, there are being research being done on vaccines. So uh, let's take a hypothetical scenario where uh, like in my home country in India, there was a discussion that, yes, you need to administer the vaccination next year again. So that kind of scenario happens during the mutual cooperation. There's a possibility that the employers will be required to uh, kind of take on the cost of that. So mm -hmm. maybe uh, it's a developing space. We have to see mm -hmm. what happens. But for now, central government is taking the entire cost on it. I see, I see. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, so another very interesting question and a question that we get a lot from our clients. And uh, I don't know if, I mean, we are at the stage of, of you know, of being able to provide the answer, but uh, can employers terminate their employees who refuse to be vaccinated? 
you may not, not have the answer right now. <laughs> uh, again, so far, the answer is no. You cannot tell yeah. me. But uh, the way COVID-19 has uh, impacted the society, this may change. We don't know because this is something given a world pandemic and uh, 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 things may change because you are causing uh, uh, health risks to your colleagues yeah. and others. So possibly this may change in future, but for now, uh, you don't have a right. It's very simple under Indonesian law. It has to be one of the termination factors under your employment agreement or the company regulation. Mm -hmm. And as I said earlier, we don't know uh, how and uh, if we were to write this in the company regulation or the employment contract, how will the courts or the authorities deal with it? So we, we are still mm -hmm. to see, but so mm -hmm. far employees are safe. But I think it will be very interesting from an employment law perspective to see how, you know, the different governments and jurisdiction adapt to indeed, you know, these uh, different questions and, you know, how you ensure the balance between, uh, you know, your, your employees' freedom to take or not take the vaccine, but also how you ensure that, you know, they evolved in a health and safety environment, workplace environment. So, yeah, this is really an interesting question and for sure we will see developments in the coming months. I'm pretty sure about this. Um, so one of the questions that we get from the, from the audience is, uh, so can an employer require employees who cannot or will not agree to vaccination to refrain from coming to the workplace? Uh, yes, and this protection has been even provided pre-COVID time. So uh, under the regulation of 2019, uh, this kind of uh, uh, gives a right to the employer to ensure safety of its organization, whether it's a factory and an office, to kind of require the employee to not to come to the uh, office or even work from home. But the catch here is, uh, employer does not have any right to restrict the compensation benefits which were due to the employee. So the salaries or any other benefits which were generally given to the employee should continue without any uh, cuts unless there is a mutual agreement, agreement. between the and the employee that yes, uh, for whatever reasons he, he or she agrees that yes, uh, for the working from home, this arrangement can be set up. So yes, uh, there can be a restriction on uh, this given uh, the safety or the uh, occupational uh, uh, safety of the other employees and colleagues. Thank you. And actually, this concludes our session for today. So thank you so much, Vinay, for your inputs. It was honestly very interesting. Uh, myself, I learned a lot of things. So thank you for being there with us. Thank you, Marion. Yeah, look forward. It's a, a developing space and uh, keep you guys updated.